This is episode three of the Becoming Fearless podcast, Lessons from RBG. Hi there, and welcome to the Becoming Fearless podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. I'm a certified coach with a master's degree in organizational psychology and over a decade of experience coaching and developing career women like you. This is the podcast where we have a little fun and you learn how to grow in your career and skyrocket your belief of what is possible. Let me guide you to becoming fearless so you can truly have it all. Hello and welcome to this special episode in honor of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So like many of you, I am mourning the passing of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Although it had to happen at some time, it was a bit shocking for it to happen now, especially in this political season we are in. She was such an incredible person and she's a pop culture icon. She's just so important to so many women and so many people all over the world and even though like we might logically think that she is going to pass at some time still with her passing at age 87 knowing that she was battling cancer for so long it's still is shocking and it's still something that so many of us are mourning and to be honest I didn't really start following her until a few years ago so um, I, I knew kind of generally that she was a woman on the Supreme Court um, and that in itself was an accomplishment and something that people talked about and that she was um, nominated by Bill Clinton at the time when he was president. But I didn't really start paying attention to her and the work that she did and really understanding the impact that she had until I was, um, I think it was on vacation. Um we were in a hotel somewhere and on the basis of sex, the movie was on and I kind of got um, really connected to it. I couldn't stop watching it. So I ended up watching it. And if you haven't seen it, it's a legal drama that's based on RBG's life um, and early cases and kind of how she got to where she is. And I think it came out two or three years ago. So for those of you that are less familiar, um, RBG was the second woman ever to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, and um, the movie really covers a lot of her early her early experience and how she kind of broke into law. It covers um, she went to Harvard Law School and the challenges of her trying to find work and be treated equally in the fifties. Um, she's a mom, a wife, as a woman, as a lawyer. Um, so she became a professor of sex discrimination in law at the Rutgers Law School. And then in the early 70s, there is a landmark case that um, really kind of set the course for all of her work on sex discrimination. And it is a case um, that she partnered with her husband, Don, and it challenges the definition of sex in in the tax code. So she ends up winning that argument. And it was a really strategic way to get the definition of gender and the equality of gender um, in our tax code because she was actually defending a man who was a widower and to for the the court to rule in favor of the man had to also rule that the genders were equal and so that really set the stage for the next several years to come into where we are today where she kind of continued that fight 
And so she was confirmed back in 1993, and she has fought for women's rights, for equality. She's been an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community, and really for all humans ever since. And she has taught us so many lessons. Her goal was to erase the functional difference between men and women in society. And that's something you know that we still struggle with, but she has made so much progress for us. She was asked once how many women would be enough for the U.S. Supreme Court, and she said nine. And for those of you that don't know, nine are all the spots. So people were stunned by that. But there were hundreds of years with only men, and no one batted an eye. So that's really interesting to think about. We are so accustomed as women to not being equal and to having these kind of old, antiquated systems that we don't even notice things like that right? Like to just think about that. What would that be like if the Supreme Court had only female judges and there weren't any men? It's so interesting to think about. So some key decisions that she was a part of include uh, the one that I mentioned earlier, but then also um, the case that she defended, but also the U.S. versus Virginia in 1986, and that struck down Virginia's Military Institute's male-only admission policy. So um, if you didn't know, in Virginia, they had a military institute that only allowed men to apply and be admitted, and so she was part of overturning that. In 2015, she was part of the landmark case that granted same-sex couples the right to marry in all 50 states. She was even an officiant of same-sex marriages, so that's really cool. She was a really active advocate and supporter. She has supported the rights for people with mental disabilities. She has helped us as women be able to make financial decisions, open accounts at the bank, and get credit cards without our husband's approval. She has protected a woman's right to choose what she does with her body. So she is such an important, pivotal person in our history. And I'm so sad that she is gone, but so grateful for all that she has done. She is such a role model for me, for my daughter, and really for all people. Regardless of your political views, you have to admire the tenacity, perseverance, and strength of this woman the kindness and grace. There are so many lessons that we can learn from her life and from her legacy and from the causes that she chose to fight for. But I thought it would be really fun to focus on just three takeaways that you can take from her life and apply to your own. So the first one is don't be afraid to fight for what you believe in. You can accomplish your dreams if you work for them. So after graduating from the top of her class at Cornell, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was one of nine women in her class at Harvard Law School in 1956. And while at Harvard, she was raising her 14-month-old daughter and dealing with a sexist dean. So imagine being in college and having your dean ask you how you could justify taking the spot from a qualified man. want to throw some papers across the desk, climb over there and slap some sense into that person. (laughs) Okay, not really. But seriously, can you imagine being asked how you could justify taking a spot from a qualified man? She was rejected from the first 14 law firms she applied to because she was a woman. 
1970, she founded the Women's Rights Law Reporter, which was the first law review in the United States dedicated to legal issues around women's rights. Two years later, she founded or co-founded the ACLU Women's Rights Project, and she participated in over 300 gender discrimination cases by 1974. She faced a lot of adversity, and she always did right for us humans. She fought on the side of the people, and she did it with more challenge than many of us will face today. So my question to you is, how can you apply this to your life? What goals do you have that are hard that you think you don't have time for? What causes do you care about that you want to get in front of? It's so common to normalize our external pressures, pressures by society of what women can do, what roles mothers play, what is a reasonable amount of effort to put into your own growth or the changes we are capable of making. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to stand in your truth and fight for what you believe in. You can accomplish your dreams if you work for them. When it comes to your thoughts, your feelings, healing, the impact you have on your daily life and the world around you, that is all in your power to change. Number two, leave the world a better place than it was when you found it. A famous quote is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg wanted to be remembered as, quote, someone who used whatever talent She had to do her work to the very best of her ability and to repair tears in her society to make things a little better through the use of whatever ability she has, end quote. Be kind. Sitting as a judge, she disagreed with her colleagues very regularly, but she was kind and eloquent in her words. I think about this a lot. How can we use our talents to the best of our abilities and leave this world a better place? How can we disagree without it being negative, especially during this highly political climate? RBG is famous for saying, I dissent. When stating clearly with power, evidence, and her truth that she disagrees with her colleagues or others, she has in no doubt left this world a better place, whether it be her advocacy for others, the cases she chose to argue, her rulings or positions, her partnerships with the human race in general, the world is better because she was here. How can you use your talents and your unique gifts to make this world a better place, to make those in your life better for knowing you? If you're thinking you aren't special, you're wrong. There's no one in this world like you. You have something to offer, and you have the capability of making those around you better for knowing you. Number three, be yourself. Find the authentic you and embrace her. RPG fought against discrimination, against the men who said she couldn't do it. She was the first Jewish female justice of the Supreme Court. She maintained her beliefs and positions even when others who appeared stronger disagreed with her. She found a way to strategically accomplish her agenda that was kind and aligned with her purpose and talents. She could she could have given up. It would have been easy to. She could have decided that women or Jewish women don't have a place. She could have decided it was too hard. She could have changed, but she didn't. So many of us think it would be easier to just change ourselves, make ourselves less loud, take up less space, be less visible, and it would make our lives better. It doesn't though, because you end up hurting your soul. You end up diminishing your own light and that light is still there. It may be less bright, but it keeps trying to burn, leaving you feeling unfulfilled, sad, or even depressed. 
When you aren't living in your own alignment and with your true purpose, when you are anything less than authentic, you are doing yourself and the world a disservice. When you let your light shine, when you figure out that piece of you that only belongs to you and that you can share with those around you, you really open up your possibilities. You wake up happier. You wake up in alignment. You stand up against those that try to shut you down or feelings like you're not good enough. Take up your space, my friend. It was given to you for a reason. Let your light shine. No one can be you. Okay, so those are my three lessons. And I really encourage you to think about those. Think about how you can apply them to your life. And if you want to learn more about the incredible Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I have some resources for you. So if you're a movie type of person... On the basis of sex was mentioned in this episode, there is also a more recent movie called RBG, which is a documentary about her exceptional life. And both of those movies are are streaming on different platforms you can look up based on your preference. Books, uh, there is My Own Words, which is published in 2016, and it is a book by RBG herself. So if you want to read right from her, that would be a great book to pick up. There is also Ruth Bader Ginsburg. A Life by Jane Sharon DeHart, and this is a highly reviewed biography that you can find on Amazon. And for those of you with children, if you want to talk about her with your children and about why she's so important, there are a couple children's books as well. Um, The couple I would recommend would be The Story of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, A Biography for New Readers by Susan B. Katz, or I Dissent, Ruth Bader Ginsburg Makes Her Mark by Debbie Levy and Elizabeth Badley. So thank you for tuning in to this special episode in honor of the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If you want to learn more about the lessons we talked about in this episode, my website is www.melissamlawrence.com. You can get in contact with me and learn more about the work that I do that enables women like you to build your purposeful life. I will talk to you next week. 